I completed 19,002 total rides for Uber across three and a half years. Did I ever anticipate to do that many rides? No, but the lessons that I learned along the way helped shape me into who I am today. Uber provided me a platform to pay my bills while I was trying to build my creative career, and I'm forever grateful for them because of that. I had the freedom and the ability to prioritize myself daily, which was crucial during this phase of my life. I learned time management as every minute I wasn't driving, it was costing me money. Today, I'm going to dive into the seven lessons that I learned from being a top 2% Uber driver in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to It's the Bearded Man podcast with your favorite, the world's favorite bearded man, Bob Bay. Each week on these solo podcasts, we dive into topics to help you become the best version of yourself. Now, do I have all the answers? Absolutely not. This is just my bearded wisdom that I hope brings value to you. Now, if you enjoy this episode at any moment in time, please screenshot this episode on whatever platform you're listening in on, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, you name it. Post it to your IG story. Tag me at Bob A. That's B-O, three B's, four A's and a Y. Share out the podcast in your IG story. Let me know what was the biggest takeaway. How did this episode change your perspective? It is so important to the growth of this podcast, and I appreciate you guys and gals doing this on a weekly basis, so please continue to do so. It is helping grow the show. Uh, We had Stay Dialed In merch launch a couple weeks ago. If you're watching visually, you can see I'm rocking the hat. It just says dialed, letting the world know that I'm just dialed in all hours of every day. Uh, This merch just dropped, really pumped about it. We have hats and we have hoodies. If you want to check out some of the merch, head over to staydialedin.com to check it out. I will also have the link in the description below. Once again, that's staydialedin.com to learn more. And it's pretty, pretty solid merch. I must say my I must say so myself, maybe because I'm biased, but hey, you know what? Check it out for yourself and let me know what you think. Uber life. Started from the Uber and now we are here. When I graduated from Bentley University in 2016, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. I went into, you know, into a top business school outside of Boston with the vision to someday graduate, drive a BMW, have a Rolex, work in a massive company, and make that moolah. During an internship my junior year, I had the realization that what I thought I was going to do was absolutely not what I wanted to do. So sound the alarms. We got some shit to figure out because now I'm only about 12 months out from having a college degree, and I don't know what I'm going to do. Fast forward to graduation. Still unsure what my career path was going to be. I had this idea to start a podcast interviewing young, passionate people in the hopes that through that process, I would then find my passion. One thing business school taught me was survey the market. If something is missing, create it. I just started listening to podcasts. I couldn't find one that was focused on finding your passion and purpose for young people. And I thought to myself, why don't I just create it? The only problem I had was that I had no way of making money and my college loans were about to kick in within six months. I moved back home for two short months, worked a couple side gigs, and then realized I needed to be in Boston where all the opportunities were. I had quite a bit of experience driving for Uber at this point in time as a side gig while in college to make some cash. And I'd even spent the summer before graduating working full-time as a driver in the city of Boston and I saw the money that I could make. I said, perfect. So let's just drive until I find a quote unquote proper way to make money. 
while I get this podcast started and see where it takes me. Little did I know at the time that I would spend the next three and a half years driving for the platform full time from Boston to then when I moved to Los Angeles, where I would rack up 19,000, excuse me, two total rides. Why the extra two rides, you might be asking. Why not stop at 19,000? Buckle up because we're going to get into that later. Haven't been off the streets for nearly two and a half years now. It truly does feel like a lifetime ago. Looking back and even during that time, I was extremely grateful to have a way to make a living on my own time. It gave me the ability to prioritize my creative career first while still being able to pay my bills along the way. Couldn't really put a, pr- put a price tag on how crucial this was to getting my podcast career off the ground. I was able to prioritize other people's schedule, book them for whatever time worked best for them, and then drive and make money all the, hour, all the other hours that I wasn't creating and working. I would have found a way to make it. There's no doubt about that in my mind uh, had I you know, had to work a normal job, but it would have been extremely difficult with only having weekends to really record. Weekday evenings would have been off the question, out of the question, excuse me, based on where I lived in LA and the traffic out here. It just, it would have, it would have took the guests some time to get me. And I, I think a lot of guests would have backed out just knowing uh, I'm going to drive to this guy's place an hour north to go to his bedroom, his bedroom studio. Like, wh- what are we doing here? And although I wasn't rich because of the money I made from driving, I sure had freedom and control of my time and how I spent it, which to me, is the ultimate goal in my life. And it's give, it gave me a taste of it and it's something that I'm working towards each and every day. Looking back on this period of my life, I'm happy it happened because there was so much that came from driving for this platform. I had full control of my time, of when I worked and as much as I wanted to. The people and the stories that I met along the way were priceless. It was the best way to get to see a new city like LA when I first moved here. And I was getting paid to do it. I was getting paid to drive around to all these amazing neighborhoods and different cultures and parts of LA. It just opened my eyes to what the city had to offer. And it taught me valuable lessons and skills that I still carry and remind myself of today. And I will for, for the rest of my life. It's funny having all this perspective now because when I was in it, I was driving full time. I couldn't wait for the day where I could hang up the towel. Now, don't get it twisted. I thoroughly enjoyed the journey. I would say 95% of the time when I was driving, really made the best of it. And I referred to my car as club on wheels when I was driving Friday and Saturday nights with the music blared. But while I was driving, I felt like I was being held back from operating at my highest potential, that I had more to give to the world and felt like I wasn't able to fully do so just yet because I was stuck behind the wheel of driving for Uber. Little did I know, that this chapter of my life would become part of my story and some of the greatest lessons of discipline and consistency for sure. Seven lessons that I learned from driving for Uber. Number one, one ride at a time. On day one of driving Uber, I didn't say to myself, all right, road to 19,002 total rides begins today. I truthfully had no idea how long I was going to drive for the platform. I figured i find a way at some point to make a living doing something else, but I didn't know how or what. So what did I do in the meantime? I just took it one ride at a time. I focused on the day ahead. 
I drove as many rides as I could within that six, eight, 10, 12 hour window that I scheduled for myself for that day. And I just got to it. One day turned into one week, one week turned into one month, a few months, a few years, and the rest is history. I was so caught up in making the best of my day ahead that I really tried to forget how long I had been driving for the platform because I just trusted that in time, I would find a way to make a leap to doing something else. Quick break from today's episode and then we'll get right back to it. Today's episode is brought to you by the Stay Dialed In app. Have you guys and gals downloaded the app? I don't think you've done so today. You need to head over to your local app store that's either on your iPhone or Google and search Stay Dialed In app. It is free to download. Uh, it is going to be your biggest accountability community for 2022 and beyond. This app is full of members there to support you in any aspect of your life, whether it's dating, whether it's career building, whether it's passion projects, life experiences, health and wellness, mental health, you name it, this community is there to support you. Uh, to download the app, it is free. That'll give you just access to our notification board with uh, you know daily notifications going to your phone to help you become the best version of yourself. There's also a photo section we'll just have a bunch that has a bunch of photos to help inspire you in your day to day. There is, however, a paywall of $4.99 per month, uh, which I was trying to keep at a reasonable price, a cup of coffee in any major city. And that's going to give you access to the actual community and all these different discussion boards, as well as private videos and podcasts. Um, and it's, it's, it's something that I'm really excited about moving forward. So if it's of interest at all to you, head over to join.stateisland.com to at least learn more about what the paywall is and what you can expect in the actual app. Or you, once again, you can just download it today. So join.staydialedin.com, your biggest accountability community for 2022 and beyond. The link in the, is in the description below of this episode to check it out. And I hope you guys and gals enjoy it. So stay dialed in, keep getting after it. Let's get back to today's episode. So lesson number one, focus on one ride at a time. Don't get caught up thinking about how many rides you've done up to this point or how many more you may have left to go. Just focus on the day ahead. Number two, make every second count. Uber helped me become the king of time management. They say time is money. I don't think I truly understood this until I started driving for Uber because any minute that I wasn't driving, I was missing out on potential opportunity to make money. This was a blessing and a curse of driving for them. I controlled when I worked and how much just by clicking the turn on the, or just clicking on the app on and off. It was as simple as that, on and off. And being the hustler that I was, I made sure that I made use of every second of every day for the most part. If I wasn't working out, recording a podcast, hitting a networking opportunity or something productive, I was driving. If I had a chance to go to an event, I considered the money I would possibly make while driving Uber during that time. I'd add in the money that I would possibly spend at the event. And I'd ask myself, is it worth X amount of dollars to go to this event? Opportunity costs from high school economics became very clear. Knowing what I know now, I wish I would have made every second of balance count as well, but I have no regrets because it got me to where I am today. So lesson number two, make every second of your day count. It may not feel like much in the moment, but these small decisions will compound if we correctly make use of the time. Number three, create space to think. One of the most valuable aspects of driving Uber 
was disconnecting from my phone and being able to think. Now, yes, I used my phone to accept rides and it was my navigation, but other than that, I wasn't aimlessly scrolling on my phone because I was busy driving. And as much as I love to talk to riders, sometimes they or I just weren't in the mood to chat, so it gave me some time to be alone, quote unquote, even while I still had a stranger in my car. And I always had music on in the background, very lightly, but I burned through podcasts with one headphone in at all times in my left ear. And even then, it gave me a lot of time to just think. Think about who I am, where I want to go, what my strengths are, what my weaknesses are, and all the moments that have led me to where I am in my life. I also had a lot of downtime when I was sitting on the side of the road waiting for the next rider. I wouldn't say any light bulb moments came out of the blue because of this space to think, but I think it was all helping me learn more about myself in real time. So lesson number three, create space to think because it will provide a lot of answers. When I wasn't chatting with riders or waiting on the side of the road uh, for the next passenger, I was going internal and I was learning more about myself. Number four, every person has a story to tell. We've all heard, don't judge a book by its cover. And I learned this firsthand driving Uber. I wouldn't drop into life-changing conversations every ride, but more often than not, I would find myself having some very personal conversations with these riders within minutes, sometimes seconds. You mix in me being a big people's person, and I felt like I was a mobile therapist that was getting all the tea. I never knew how leading with, hey, John, hey, Bianca, how's your day going today? would really just open the floor and some of these riders would go off. It felt like as if they had waited weeks for someone to finally ask them and now the mic and the stage was theirs. I was always down for it because to me it was entertaining. It felt like mini podcasts all day, which is helping which was helping me sharpen my skills as I was curious to hear more about their stories. I heard some really incredible stories too, like the private jet pilot that flew around the world as a personal pilot for a professional golfer who he couldn't tell me, but he had said he was a top top 10 golfer in the world at the time. And I also heard some really tough ones, tough stories, like a girl that I had met who was very young in her early 20s and just found out she was pregnant. Her boyfriend was addicted to drugs and her parents wanted nothing to do with her or her soon-to-be child. These stories and the people really put the world into perspective for me. So lesson number four, every person has a story to tell. Don't judge them from the outside looking in. Take a moment to get to know them before you make, make assumptions. Number five, wealthy people make every dollar count. I was always rattled when I'd pick up a passenger in my 2016 Ford Fusion Hybrid and I'd drop them off at their $5 million plus house in Beverly Hills. I didn't get it. They could easily afford paying for the Uber Black, which was 10 times nicer, more professional service than me, who was more likely than not driving around in sweatpants and a hoodie. What I realized is that some wealthy people still saw a dollar for a dollar, regardless of what they had in their bank account. They needed to get from point A to point B. So why would they spend $100 on a black car when they could just spend $25 on a regular UberX and it would still get them to the same destination. So lesson number five, wealthy people make every dollar count. Even if they are willing to save $50 on an Uber rather than the Uber Black, they'll do it 
they see it as a dollar, regardless of how much they have in their bank. Number six, finish the job. There were times I had passengers in my car that were rude and treated me or my car with the utmost disrespect. In those moments, I kept calm and I reminded myself, just get them to where they need to be. This is your job. Do it to your best ability. There were days when I'd be out on the road only a few hours into a long day and I just would want to toss in the towel early, but I'd stay disciplined and I reminded myself to finish what I had set out to accomplish that day. The last night of my Uber career, I was two rides short of getting my $100 bonus from the amount of rides that I had completed over the weekend. Uh, weekday, Uber set a challenge Monday through Thursday. If you hit X amount of rides, you get X bonus. And on the weekend, Friday through Sunday, if you have X amount of rides, you get X bonus. Pretty much was uh, you know trying to get drivers to be out there more often than not so that the, passers, the people always had a ride uh, to get picked up. Instead of finishing my career at that nice rounded number of 19,000, I got up at 7 a.m. the next day to finish the last two rides to hit my bonus and finish out at 19,002 total rides. I wanted to finish the job. Whatever I start, I must finish. That's the way I look at every aspect of my life. Sometimes it's going to be easier said than done, but I need to complete what I set out to accomplish. That mindset has had a positive impact on anything that I set out to accomplish. So lesson number six, finish the job. I learned to let go of the emotions that may impact my decision-making and instead focus on what I had set out to accomplish on a given day. And number seven, this one's really important. Own your story. This was one of, if not, the most important lesson that I learned along the way. And props to Gary V for giving me the confidence to own the Uber driver life when I was in the middle of it. I had a tagline, podcaster by day, Uber driver by night. I didn't care what people thought. I didn't care that I had graduated a top business school and was now driving Uber. I didn't care that I wasn't exactly where I wanted to be. I just owned the truth, right? I didn't try to hide the fact that I was an Uber driver. I showed it all through my content and took people along for the ride with me of the day-to-day -day grind of driving uh, for Uber full-time. When Uber sent me a package in 2018, letting me know that I was a top 2% driver in the world for the platform based on my rating, I made sure that that became part of my story too. And that's why it's part of the title of this episode for today. I learned to become the very best at what I was doing because how you do one thing is how you do everything. Uber became part of my life and I wasn't afraid to let people know of it. So lesson number seven, own your story. Even though I wasn't exactly where I wanted to be, I wasn't afraid to let people know that I was driving Uber full time while I was building a dream. If anything, I think it made people relate and respect to me even more. To recap, Uber provided me a platform to make a living while chasing after my creative ideas. Had I not had the platform to make a living on my own time, I'm not sure how I would have made the progress that I made in those years. When you're in it, you know nothing else. But looking back on it, I have the utmost appreciation and gratitude for the lessons that chapter of my life taught me. Seven lessons I learned from driving 19,002 total rides for Uber. Number one, focus on one ride at a time. 
Don't get caught up thinking about how many rides you've done up to this point or how many more you have left to go. Just focus on the day ahead. Number two, make every second of your day count. It may not feel like much in the moment, but these small decisions will compound if we correctly make use of the time. Number three, create space to think because it will provide a lot of answers. When I wasn't chatting with rioters or waiting on the side of the road for the next passenger, I was going internal and learning more about myself. Number four, every person has a story to tell. Don't judge them from the outside looking in. Take a moment to get to know them before you make assumptions. Number five, wealthy people make every dollar count. If they're willing to save 50 bucks on an Uber rather than an Uber black, they'll do it. They see a dollar as a dollar, regardless of how much they have in their bank. Number six, finish the job. I learned to let go of the emotions that may impact my decision-making and instead focus on what I had set out to accomplish on a given day. And number seven, own your story. Even though I wasn't exactly where I wanted to be, I wasn't afraid to let people know that I was an Uber driver full-time while I was building a dream. If anything, I think it made people relate and respect to me, respect me even more. Challenge for the listeners. Although you may not be an Uber driver or you may not be making a living doing what you exactly love or vision yourself doing for the rest of your life, I challenge you to look at whatever you're doing to make money or as your career at this moment and trying to find the value, the benefits, and the lessons that you may be learning along the way. This is only going to change your perspective of your day-to-day grind And I think it is going to make it such a more enjoyable experience for you guys and gals. Questions from the State Island community. We had quite a lot of questions come in. Every episode's a little different, but this one, y'all, y'all were really curious about that Uber life. Rug to Mize, most memorable ride or customer? Too many rides to credit, uh, but I did drive Ben Savage, uh, Corey Matthews of Boy Meets World, for anyone that watched that in the late 90s, early 2000s. And I for sure referred to him as Corey, like an idiot. Um, also, there was this one time that I Ubered a girl that I had a one night stand with in the Bahamas two years prior, hadn't talked to her since. And then I ended up picking her up in my car. It was a very interesting way to reconnect. So I thought that was pretty funny. Bree, did anyone get sick in your car? Yes. Only one time in Boston. It was on a Tuesday night, which I couldn't believe. I'm really proud of this for the amount of rides that I did in my career and I avoided it. And I think one of the key reasons I was able to avoid it is I never drove past midnight for that reason. I didn't want to deal with the after bar crowd. Uh, I just knew that that was just trouble and I did not want to deal with people yakking in my car. So fortunately for me, over the course of 19,002 total rides, it only happened once. Jordan Tarver, best piece of advice you got from a passenger. Love this one. I was just talking to somebody about it this weekend. Bad decisions make for great stories. Now, this this person was talking about in context of boozing, but even then, when I slip or I fall or I make a mistake, I think it becomes part of our story and it can teach us something. Luke, most effective way you spend time learning while on the road. I mentioned this briefly, but I always kept an AirPod in on my left ear and I, I did it on my left ear because that was the side, obviously, the window was on. And so I didn't want to be rude and look like I wasn't open to having a conversation if I had the headphone in my right ear. So I always kept it on my left and I would just burn. If I wasn't talking to the passengers, I would burn through podcasts all day long. And I was essentially getting paid to learn and it was extremely beneficial. 
And I would have lost if I didn't if I wasn't listening to podcasts during this time. Man, I would have went. I would have had a, a lot more alone time in my mind than I I really needed. So that was really helpful. Last question, Chloe. Did you ever make out with a passenger? Say yes. Yes. And that's all I'll say on that front. And uh, <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, pod review of the week. We did not have a pod review of the week. So if you'd like to be next week's pod review, please head over to the iTunes podcast app. Leave a one word, one sentence review. Uh, and yeah, it's really helpful for the podcast. If you're listening on iTunes, if you're not listening to an iTunes and maybe on Spotify, you can leave a one to five star review. We're at 4.8 right now on both platforms. So uh, if you get a moment today, please leave a review. It's really, really, really helpful. Uh, if you enjoyed this specific episode, this episode on my Uber career, the lessons, please screenshot this episode on whatever platform you're listening on, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, you name it. Post it to your IG story. Tag me at Bob A. That's B-O, three Bs, four A's and a Y. Share out this episode on your IG story. Let me know what was the biggest takeaway. How did this episode change your perspective? I'd be really curious to see if there's any specific lesson that I talked about today that resonated with you. Uh, and really, this sincerely does help grow the show. So please keep sharing it out. I see you guys and gals doing this every week, and it really, really does help. If you have been watching visually and you're like, damn, B-O-B, your freaking dial merch is fire. I need one of those. Well, good news. I got plenty. Head over to staydialedin.com to check out the merch. We have dialed hoodies. We have stay dialed in sweatshirts. Uh, they're fire. I mean, literally, just you need it. It's great. Check it out. No, there, there's no pressure. But if you're interested, staydialedin.com. I'll have the link in the description below. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Unbelievable. We're already at episode 175. Time is flying 19,002 total Uber rides, seven lessons I learned from being a top 2% Uber driver in the world. That is a flex, and I love it because I did it at the highest level, baby. I was a top 2%. Come on now. Hope you guys and guys enjoyed it. See you guys and gals soon enough. It's the Beard Man Podcast. See ya.